Cleveland police are conducting an internal investigation into an officer seen in a video hitting a protester during the May 30th demonstration. The Ohio House has voted down a proposed ban on the selling of Confederate flag memorabilia at county fairs. And Cleveland Housing Court will resume eviction hearings today. It's The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Monday, June 15th. I'm reporter Robin Goist. The Cleveland Police Department is conducting an internal investigation into an officer seen in a video using a baton to repeatedly hit a man who was trying to separate protesters and police during a moment of unrest during the May 30th protest downtown. A police spokeswoman confirmed the department's internal affairs unit is investigating the incident, which a Channel 5 reporter filmed and tweeted. The video shows dozens of officers and sheriff's deputies lined up in front of the Cuyahoga County Justice Center, while some protesters are throwing water bottles and other small items and yelling back and forth. The officer in question is seen swinging a baton at the crowd and ordering them to move back, while police officers behind him arrest a person on the ground. A man who was walking between the demonstrators and police with his arms out, telling both groups to back down, tells the baton-wielding officer to stop it, turns his back to walk toward the crowd, and the officer steps forward and strikes him several times in the back of his legs. The video shows the man turn around and shout, I was trying to help you, to the officer, who was not wearing a body camera. Ohio Republican lawmakers have twice voted down a Democrat-led attempt to ban the sale of Confederate flag memorabilia by vendors at the state's county fairs. The proposal would have prohibited the sale, display, possession, or distribution of Confederate flag merchandise at Ohio's 87 county fairs and seven independent fairs. There was a lengthy and impassioned debate during a marathon Ohio House session, after which the proposed amendment was rejected, 56 to 34, mostly along party lines, with Republicans arguing that a ban would violate free speech rights. Democratic supporters said the measure was a stand against the Confederate flag as a symbol of slavery, racism, and treason. Cleveland Housing Court stopped evictions in March due to the COVID-19 crisis, but starting today, the court is resuming eviction hearings and is accepting new cases. The economic fallout from the pandemic has resulted in record unemployment, and housing advocates predict that thousands of Ohioans could face evictions as a result of not being able to make their rent. But landlords, especially those who are small business owners, also suffer as a result of tenants not being able to make rent since they continue to owe taxes and other fees for owning the property. Cleveland Housing Court has not said how it will operate this week, but a recent order from a housing court judge says the clerk will accept up to 125 new eviction cases each day and will then schedule hearings for 30 days later. The spread of the coronavirus in Ohio has declined, according to data from Governor Mike DeWine. DeWine said that, on average, less than one person is newly infected with COVID-19 from each person who has it. The governor said the state's R-naught rose as high as 1.9 in March, meaning that, on average, each infected person was spreading the virus to nearly two other people. With an R-naught of 1, meaning a 1-to-1 transmission rate, 
The Northeast Ohio region of Ashtabula, Cuyahoga, Geauga, Lake, and Lorraine counties has a .88 score. Medina, Portage, Stark, and Summit are part of a 12-county region with a rating of .72. The coronavirus brought about an end of a school year marked by the trials and errors of improvised online learning, and teachers, parents, and school officials agree that they need to come up with plans for the fall. But Ohio parents shouldn't expect any answers from the state about what learning will look like. Ohio has 610 school districts, which means that there could be 610 different ways that students are taught, not taught, assessed, not assessed, or given remediation or not. A state advisory group is looking into health guidelines for the physical logistics of next school year, such as rotating which days of the week students attend, while the state legislature has taken steps to free up local districts to be able to make what they deem to be the most appropriate decisions for learning, instead of tasking education officials in Columbus with those decisions. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up. 